Welcome to Stacy on the Right, the podcast. Brought to you by FamilyVisionMedia.org. Check us out every night live from 8 to 11 Central Time on SiriusXM. So today, I am so excited to chat with Hannah Birch-Reber. She is the director for ACE Scholarships in Arkansas, and we're going to be talking about National School Choice Week and ACE Scholarships, which I don't mind telling you, uh, this is one of my favorite subjects. I love school choice. I love talking about education, and I love talking about educational funding options for kids because it it just launches them off so well. Hannah, thank you for spending time with us today on the podcast. Hi, Stacey. Thank you so much for having me. And also, thank you. I saw that you had on um, former Governor Martinez um, discussing last month on school choice. And so thank you for not just talking about it during National School Choice Week, but um, all year round. Whenever we can. And she was so amazing. I So her perspective is unique because she was a governor, but now she's really devoted her time. And I, I can only imagine the kind of opportunity she had coming out of that role. But she's devoting her time, significant amounts of time and energy to promoting school choice and you know, opportunity funding for kids. And I think that's so great. Um, and I'm, I'm really glad that you you noticed that we had her on here because she was a fantastic interview, um, which leads me to this, this being National School Choice Week. It's a great week for Americans because the pandemic has shown us in really stark relief that we need school choice in America. The idea that most kids go to public school, um, that one size fits all option with the funding tied to the school instead of tied to the child. It's so crazy that we have that scenario in our modern technologically advanced society. So talk to me about what national school choice means to you and your organization. Yeah. So I think you hit the nail on the head on the current one size fits all model, not, not working. And um, you know, what, what national school choice means to me is that, it's student-centered and not institution-centered. And so we are actually, the whole reason we even have education is for each individual child, right, and helping them reach their full potential. Um, And so in our culture, I don't know at what point, but we decided to protect um, institutions instead of our children and fight for that. And so in, in seeing the value in each individual. And so And it's been very unfair. Um, I think we've weighted down our public schools and it's done a disservice to them and to our students. And so, um, you know, school choice for me is that every family and what we're doing at ACE Scholarships is our vision at ACE Scholarships is that every child, regardless of income or zip code, has equal access to a quality education. And so we are a K through 12 scholarship program, and it, we enable economically disadvantaged families to send their kids to a private school. And so um, we're in eight states, and we're doing really great work um, in Arkansas, obviously, that's where I'm located, um, and Louisiana, Texas, Missouri, Kansas, Colorado, Montana, and Wyoming. Um, and it's just really amazing the work that we're getting to do for these families and tying them to schools that fit their needs as a family and for their students. Okay, so I love that. So these are families that could use the infusion of cash, and they are going to use it for the educational betterment of their children to put them into an option that better suits their needs. 
Right. Yeah. And, and what also is very unique about our program and what I really like about it is it's a three-way partnership. So parents still have skin in the game. Um, in most cases, most parents still are actually contributing to their child's education. Um, we're just helping lessen the load. And so the way in Arkansas, um, the way our scholarship breaks down, and every state's different because we try to meet the needs of every state, um, is that we either um, will pay for up to 50% of the tuition per year, or um, whichever one is met first, or we'll pay for $3,000 for K through 8th graders per year, or $4,000 for uh, high schoolers in Arkansas. And so that creates a three-way partnership with the school, with ACE and the families to all come in and invest in this child's education. Wow. So those those are significant amounts. I mean, I I can think back to when we were first considering funding, um, you know, private school for our kids. And if we'd had, you know, four grand per kid, we would have been just, uh, we'd been out of, out of control. We, we would have heard all the way from Arkansas, the dancing in the streets of the <laughs> Washington family. So for families that actually receive this, what is what is usually the the reaction that they have? Do they tell other families like, hey, did you know this is available? And they, you know, work to get their kids, uh, friends also to participate in the program? So, yes, actually, that in the schools is really word of mouth. Um, we are taking steps to, because ACE has been in Arkansas for only four years now. This is beginning our fourth year. Um, ACE has been around nationally for 22 years. It was founded in 2000. Um, but usually as word of mouth, parents, you know, sharing with their family members, their friends, their communities, and then schools as well, because, you know, until I, and I actually just stepped in to this role recently. And so I've been meeting with schools and finding out a lot of these schools, they have, and, and a lot of them, a lot of the private schools are faith-based schools. So some of them are out of churches. and whether they are or not, they have families in the community coming by their church or coming by their school saying, we so wish that we could send our child here, but we can't afford it. I actually just heard a story the other day from a school that we're seeking a partnership with um, that they were like, this would be a great program because we had a police officer in the community who just recently came by, uh, I think the day before, saying how much they wish that they could send their child to that school. And so really it is word of mouth, um, but we are wanting to be even more so out in the communities sharing about our program and reaching people who haven't yet heard about us. Okay, this is fabulous. So now let's, let's, let's go a little bit further. Um, and I, I think some of the things that kind of hold people back from school choice or wanting to access it is that it feels so foreign because we've you know, as as a country, we are so plugged into public school, you know, the school down the street in your neighborhood or, you know, next neighborhood over, but that's where your your child's address is tied to that school. And you know that, you know, all, a lot of the neighbor kids go there. And so you're kind of just like, oh, you know, I have a kindergartner and you go straight over there. And then it's not until you've been there for a couple of years, then it might become obvious that your one child or maybe you have more than one child at the building one of them is in need of something different. And so the problem that the school choice movement is trying to fix is very specific, but then it's also is linear. It's like it covers a lot of different problems. School choice solves a lot of problems. So how would you describe that? And then also 
the ACE scholarships, how are they a part of the solution that school choice provides? Well, I think what you were just saying was completely true about one thing that I have been trying to communicate when I'm talking about school choice is that there, so for me, and I'll share my story real quick. I came from a very lower middle class family um, and my parents sacrificed a lot for my education. So I pre-K through ninth grade, with the exception of one year, I homeschooled. Um, I did go to a small Christian school for one year, um, and my mom actually worked at that school part-time to help pay for that. Um, But then I ended in public school, and so middle of ninth grade through 12th grade, that's where I graduated from, and I loved each of my experiences. And so something that I think is so important is that families understand, like, in, in that those who are stakeholders in education understand that you, it may be a different season for each student, but they need a different environment. So it may be good for a certain season. It may be good for them to start out in the public school and that meets their needs, but then they reach a certain point where, you know, they, they need to go a different option. And so I think that that is definitely something that's missing maybe is that being open um, to different seasons looking different for your child um, and us realizing that. Um, I also think that for our education system and that the problem that we also are seeing is that we have more students that we're seeing have um, autism and dyslexia and like we're actually able to catch that now, right? And so, so many of our schools are public schools and I, I have so many good friends who work in public schools and are teachers and they are absolutely just bogged down and they have students that they want to pour into, but they can't meet their needs because we are putting too many bureaucratic um, red tape on them too much, um, just unnecessary weight. Um, And that's not just coming from the national level. I know that we hit on the national level a lot, um, but it's really state and local communities that are also adding to that. And so I think it's not just like, oh, public schools are the problem. It's that We've put too much on them, and that free market approach, that is what we are seeking at ACE, our founders. That's what they saw as a solution, Um, and that is what our country functions off of, right? Or at least it has been a free market approach to um, our economics, and that's what we should see in education. So seeing a culture um, where we are, you know, the money follows the child, um, I think that's something that hopefully one day as a goal of those who are in school choice, seeing it follow the child instead of institution, that for the years that I homeschooled, my parents were paying taxes, but I wasn't getting the education that they were paying for, right? Um, And there was, in a way, in theory, they were paying double. Um, But yeah, I think that for ACE, what the part of the solution that we are is that we are enabling families Because people will say, well, there is choice. Like, we have choice here in Arkansas, or we have choice in the United States. But there's a lot of families who financially cannot afford to exercise that choice. And um, there's a lot of families willing to make the sacrifice. But as you were, you know, we were talking about with your situation, like, it's, it's almost impossible for a lot of families. And what about our single moms or dads? And so, um for us, we enable and empower those families. We relieve that financial burden and we step in and ours is only one solution. You know, we're, we offer, hey, we can help you go to a private school, but there are so many different options out there. Um, and also 
something that I think people forget as well is that there is, you know, we have public school, we have public charter, public online, public magnet, um, on top of private school and homeschooling. And so I think that, like you said, school choice, we can, we have all these options and it's really getting folks to utilize them, getting um, us out of this mindset that we have to protect a certain institution and that um, opening it up for teachers, administrators, and, and families to operate in all of those. Okay, that was awesome. So I, I remember for us, we started off in public school and it worked really well for us. But when the kids started getting older, we noticed the different kind of issues that they were facing in education and how they, they really were specific to each child. And that the public school system that we were in, which is AAA rated, blue ribbon schools, you know, a kind of a boutique district, very small, lots of money, but not a lot of opportunity for differentiation beyond the traditional modes. And with class sizes being what they were, also not a lot of one-on-one attention from the teacher. The older your child gets, the less one-on-one there is. And then there was the issue of the, you know, kind of the morality of it, like just the competition for the moral viewpoint that we wanted to instill in the kids, which had up until, you know, late grammar school, so fifth grade and then entering middle school, it didn't seem like we were competing with the teachers on that. It seemed like everybody had the same 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 viewpoint. But then it began to veer off and we then moved them into private school and it was Christian school, but it it was a transition that it was perfect for them. Like they got such a strong foundation in public school, but then when it came time to really ramp it up and take it to a level where they'd be college ready, the private school option was so much better. And I think that's what the families that are participating in the ACE scholarships are finding when they move their kids out of public school into private school is just the higher quality of what they're able to access and how much more tailored it is to their child. Um, I, I think that's something that is lost in the school choice conversation because mostly it's just, oh, you know, they're doing this in schools or they're doing that. I don't like this. I don't like that. That's th- Those are valid reasons, but there's also just the specialization for your child that exists in the environment uh, of a private institution. So let's, let's turn back to the ACE scholarship. Tell me where, what states are, are ACE in right now? And then also, how can a parent apply for an ACE scholarship? If they're listening to us and they're thinking, okay, let me get in on some of this. How do they do that? Yeah. So right now we're in eight different states. We're in Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, Missouri, Kansas, Colorado, Montana, and Wyoming. Um, and so you, if you're a parent or a grandparent or a guardian um, of a child who you think you, you know, would meet the economically disadvantaged, meet those, that's the only, for us, I know there are a lot of different scholarship programs out there, but ours, that's um, really the only um, criteria that we have. Um, so it's more open in general. You would go to ACE Scholarships. Dot org. So that's ACE, A-C-E, scholarships, and that's plural, dot org. And when you go to our website, you actually, um, you can see that there's a tab at the top where it says states we work in. And you can go see, um, if you live in one of the eight states that I just um, listed, you can click on that state. And below, there is, there should be, yeah, there should be a, at the bottom of the page, there's um, 
like if you went to Colorado, it says Colorado staff. So you can click on that and you can reach out um, to the staff member. Our emails are listed there as well as our numbers. Um, and so you can reach out. Each state is different about whenever they open up the application process. And so, um, so if you just as soon as you are interested, reach out to us and we can uh, go and, and talk to you about when our application open, uh, whenever it opens, and, and see if there's a partner school near you um, to send them. And if, if there's not, that may be an open door. Um, if there's a school that you're wanting to send your child to, if we're not yet partnered with them, that could be a door to open and us have a new partnership with the new school. Okay, that's awesome. So um, let's let's go a little further, and that is for people who are listening who may be their grandparents or aunts or uncles or, you know, the, their kids are past the school choice uh, funding or, you know, the kind of the conversation, but they still want to be involved in assisting other families to access what you have on offer there at ACE. Um, how can people who wish to support the work that you're doing actually do that through donations or, or is, and are there other ways? Right. So yes, yes to both questions. There's a couple ways. And one, there's the financial side, of course. So every dollar donates to Arkansas or one of the states stays in that state. When you donate to Arkansas, it stays in Arkansas. And online, you can actually go to our website, again, ascholarships.org, and you can. There's a orange um, button where you can donate and you can choose the state. Uh, and so that's one way. Arkansas, we actually have a really unique opportunity, thanks to one of our state senators, Senator Dismain. We had a pretty um, crazy a story, and that might be a good podcast for you. I can connect you to the folks who worked on this legislation, but we had a crazy school choice uh, legislative story last year in Arkansas um, where one school choice bill failed, and within a couple weeks, towards the very end of the session, everyone was tired, you know, with the pandemic and top of, you know, just politics. Um, Senator Dismain came along and said, worked with ACE and a few other partners and said, hey, no, we're going to get a school choice bill passed. And so he helped pass, um, is called the Philanthropic Investment in Arkansas Kids Program. It's a tax credit program. And so folks who would uh, want to donate to Arkansas specifically would have the option of not just donating, but if they wanted to receive a tax credit, the dollar-for-dollar tax credit, they could right now, um, which is really awesome. It uh, has a $2 million cap on it, um, but we hope to see that um, grow. Um, but also, if you you know are someone who doesn't maybe have as much um, to give on the financial side, um, your time, if you're someone um, who you know, wants to network with us, just helping us connect with different schools um, or communities. Um, we would love that, helping us reach uh, parents and grandparents or guardians who um, might benefit from our program, have children who would benefit. And that's another way um, that you could get involved. Wow. So I, I'm so excited by that. And I, I'm, I just encourage people to think of it differently if there's Something that you can do to help other families get their kids into an educational option that f- suits their needs, um, this is the way to do it. This is actually the way to um, put your money where your mouth is, to say, I'm actually assisting families in doing something that they want to do that, that that is different. And so for some families, it's homeschooling. For some families, it's accessing a great scholarship program to get their child into an educational option that is, you know, it's 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 really 
tailor-made for their child, they feel like. And I, I, I'll never forget realizing, because it, it was a transition for us, because even though our kids were in a great school district, when you go to a classical educational model, there's a lot of information that they pour into kids K through five that they're, they're like little gaps, little holes in your child's education. So over the summer, we did some tutoring to fill those gaps. And my kids were like, well, why are we reading this? Or wow, you know, this is actually interesting, mommy. This is kind of, this is, I, I didn't even know these things existed. I'm like, yeah, you're going to go to a school where this is the norm. And they're like, oh, that's what it's going to be like when we get there. Oh, that, you know, so the, it was like a summer of discovery. And then they landed there and it was kind of intimidating at first, but then they realized it's just school again. It's just a different formulation. They're just focused on different things, but you can see your child start to blossom a little bit with that new environment that is better for them. So it, it's just, there's nothing like it. And if, if you thought your child was struggling or if you just realize, you, you know how it is with parents, one second, everything's great. The next sec- second, you know, you're like, oh, this isn't working for my child. And then you're on the hunt to try to find something that does work. So educational scholarships offer the opportunity to find that thing that works, um, especially if you're not able to do it on your own and you need that little boost, that push, um, financially, it offers that. But you, it, it, again, it's a partnership. You need a scholarships to help get that done for some families. Yes. And, and you know, what I also would love to share with you and those listening is our scholarship program, what's so meaningful about it is that we've not only seen students blossom, like you were just describing with your own children, um, but we've seen families begin to blossom. We have data showing that we have Parents going back to school, whether it's to finish their degree or just go back for their first time, like it's inspiring their parents to be lifelong learners. And also, um, they're eating around the dinner table more and doing homework together. And some of the schools um, that are faith-based that we've talked to, their families weren't a member of a faith community or a church, and now they're joining if their school's out of a church, like they're joining that church um, based, you know, out of that school or they just, you know, have reintegrated into the faith community. And so um, it's not just the student that we're impacting, but it's the whole family. And I think that that is just so meaningful. And I think that, you know, I think you and I agree that the family unit is the most powerful and it's really putting the family back at the center of education and giving that parental control over to them and inspiring parents to really be hands-on with their children's education. Yeah, I can't wait for, um, you know, the in the future. It's always, it's always some other time, you know, who knows what we'll be doing in 20, 25 years. But hopefully we'll be able to look back and see this very difficult time for America, you know, during this mm-hmm. pandemic as the pivot point where so many more American children were able to get the education they needed, not the one that's free or tied to their address, but the one they need because uh, it suits their particular learning style or um, especially the future that they kind of have already gripped onto. Cause some kids know from the time they're five, what they want to do for a living. They, they just, they know. And other kids don't figure it out until they're in college or maybe they're in high school but for kids who know that early on, being able to tailor their education to that and to kind of feed that um, that interest, there's nothing like it. And you're right. It can act- actually blossom out into the whole family, which I think that's just a blessing from God. That's like extra um, extra gravy on the on the home cooked steak or extra um, 
extra whipped cream on the Sunday. That's what that is. Yes, it, it completely is. And it's just, it's so encouraging because seeing that hope that it brings and it's a holistic, it's not just your mind, but I think it's a spiritual and emotional mental impact. Um, that is, it makes it all worth it. Well, I'm so excited um, about the School Choice Week, about learning more about it, and about the opportunity for people to head over to the School Choice website, or the ACE Scholarships website, I should say. All of that is in the show notes for today's podcast, and I'm so excited that you could join us today here on Stacy on the Right, the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah Bunch-Reber, Director of ACE Scholarships Arkansas. Such a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you. All right. We'll be back with more podcasts for you soon.